Welcome back to another Daily Walk. First, I apologize for the cicadas in the background. There is literally nowhere I can go in my town without cicadas. So, mm, oh well, we'll just have to deal with the background noise. Well, today I want to talk about the new newsletter from Moody Church because it is so timely. Uh, in fact, in very serendipitous moment, I usually record these videos way in advance, Friday or Saturday. I was away all weekend. And uh, yesterday I didn't get the chance, and so I was going to do something else which wasn't quite as exciting, and then I checked the mail before coming here, and that's why the Daily Walk's getting up late, my apologies. Um, but I got this newsletter in the mail, and it is The Lie Among Us from Moody Church Media. And uh, this was very good because it's talking about what is the lie among us. Well, it's the entire flipping upside down of our culture right now. Everything that is going on that... To literally live a peaceful and decent life is considered hate by most places. If I sit down and say, well, I happen to be born with XY chromosomes and therefore have um, protrusions on my body, I am a male, that is considered transphobic. Despite scientifically, you know, these guys, that's all about the science, scientifically... A genotype and a phenotype, something you learn in basic biology, will suggest that if you have a random specimen, here's the genetics, here is the physical specimen, is this a male or is this a female, biology says this is a male. Yet we have whole swaths of society that suggest, oh, well, if I think I'm really a female, I'm a female, despite every bit of scientific evidence pointing otherwise. Well, that is part, just not all, just part of the lie. Part of the lie suggests, I think that people should have a consensual, uh, pure, committed marriage relationship, one man, one woman. Ever notice there was a meme I have, somebody sent me, and um, it was a, uh, it was it, people yelling and screaming, we should have 50% representation, or half women, half women, and all the different races represented, yet you come up and say a child should be raised by a male and a female, and ah, that's hate, <laughs> whole world blows up. That's the type of stuff we're talking about, because everything has been twisted into one giant lie. So he talks in this um, newsletter, he talks about all of these different things that are becoming a lie. I mean, and it's everything. We can just go into so much. You know, we talked um, last Thursday about the the police pretty much ignored the fact that a bunch of Antifa were throwing flash bombs into groups of children at a church meeting. And nobody, like, I've only seen one group even cover that story. It was a non-Christian guy who just covers weird Antifa stuff from Portland and Seattle. Interesting. We're not even seeing mainstream people talk about this kind of stuff anymore. But he talks about what is the lie. He says, it entered the world when the serpent made this promise to Adam and Eve, Genesis 3, 5. You will be like God, knowing good and evil. And that really is the foundation of the lie. We think that we have trumped nature and God and everything else. We can produce the most perfect food, right? Let's, we can't eat animals anymore, despite that's what God gave us. Genesis, uh, was it Genesis 8, I think, when um, Noah leaves the ark, I give you all of the animals to eat. FYI, that wasn't specifically explicitly given prior to that, but um, we can talk about what the complications and, and uh, different merits of, of that. But that is one that explicit command that God has given us the animals to eat. And there's whole groups right now saying, oh, no, no, we need to stop. And Bill Gates comes out. We need to stop eating meat. If you're in a civilized world, we because we can scientifically engineer our food. 
Okay, Pepsi Company has, I think it's Fair Life Milk, I think it's what it's called. Avoid that crap. You know, milk that stays fresh in the refrigerator for over a month is problematic. Okay, they've taken the milk, they have pulled it all apart, and they say, we're going to take out the bad stuff. What's all the bad stuff? Well, all the good stuff for you, of course. And then they put it back together in the perfect scientifically engineered, it's like Soylent. And now a company is coming out called Soylent, and we completely ignore the fact that this company, this movie, this dystopic movie called Soylent Green, where Soylent was the scientifically manufactured food. How long before Soylent Green is actually a thing? I mean, we can't let anything go to waste. But we know better than God. We know better than nature. And so it, he goes on here. <clears throat> when Adam and Eve sinned, the quest for the Godhead began. God was soon replaced by man. Self-worship began its destructive journey throughout the history of the world, and it's most clearly defended in Western culture. Here in America, it is our religion, and this is a lie as well in political power in a way that is unique to history. The t-shirt says it all. Just worship me and we'll get along fine, he says. And this is really true. This is really where he's going, what he's talking about. And he's really talking about how you know, um, here's another another quote that he has. The, the lie empowers people to say, I'm a boy at home, but in school I identify as a girl. Or I'm a man having a baby. I mean, think about that. Uh, Babylon B had this perfect. Scientists are noting it, noticing a, a, a very troubling rate of infertility among trans women, you know. Because <laughs> men really can't have babies, despite what Google says. Go to Google.com. You should not be using Google, by the way. Use StartPage or DuckDuckGo. But you go to Google.com where they do the autofill and type men can. It, one of the first things they'll give you is have babies. Lactate. Literally everything in that list is something men can't actually do. Just enough life. It goes on. Since I determine good from evil, though others can be racist or bigoted, I remain innocent. There, furthermore, I have the right to say that others don't have worthy opinions. They only have phobias. They're homophobic or xenophobic or islamophobic but i'm free from such evils don't tell me i should believe i am the master of my fate and i am the captain of my soul and that is the ultimate lie that we have in our world right now that is the lie and so um uh is it i'm gonna pronounce this name wrong uh Scholzeitzen, uh is a brave writer who exposed communism he says today's world has reached a stage that if it had been described to preceding centuries they would have called forth with the cry this is the apocalypse and indeed that is where we find ourselves moody um uh, lutzer finishes here this is erwin lutzer the apocalypse has arrived riding on the back of exaltation of self to the exclusion of god the serpent's promise in Eden is closer to fulfillment than we could have imagined. Only we as Christians have a message that exposes the delusions of self-worship, the exaltation of the self, and the dethronement of God. If we do not speak to this culture, no one else will. Amen to that. Now the next page he talks about the lies of the culture, and he has a, um, um, he has a uh, sermon here that you can probably find this for free. It's called What Faithfulness Requires. Uh, this is just kind of a little brief advertisement for it. Uh, again, you can get all his stuff for free um, online, so this isn't like a pay us more money type thing. And just head on over to their website. I think it's church, moodychurchmedia.com. If I can find the link to this, it may not be available yet. If I can find this, though, I'll put it in the description here, whether you're listening or watching. But he talks about three 
elements um, of the uh, of the uh, the three key, three key elements of today's cultural lies. He says, uh, now he'll talk, reap the benefits when you press the copy of Pastor Lutzer's powerful presentation, what faithfulness requires in the collapsing culture. His trademark, clear, and readily applicable style of teaching, Pastor identifies three critical movements where the false narratives of cultural radicals have huge impact to seek to destroy the foundations. These are the three. Collective demonization. We see this everywhere. The collective demonization is lumping those together who oppose the lies of the culture and labeling them as people who are dangerous and must be silenced. There are no arguments or discussions to determine the truthfulness of ideas that don't fit in. Okay, I'll remind you, I think it was, was it Rand Paul, I think? Or was it Ted Cruz? I forget. Whichever one of those, I don't follow politics as much as I probably should. Actual, licensed, practicing medical doctor and a duly elected politician was banned from YouTube we're talking about scientific studies regarding the coup. That's how dangerous of a world we're in right now. But we want to collectively lump those together. Department of Homeland Security this week come out and said, if you have problems with mask mandates and vaccine mandates, you are now a terrorist. I got to start looking over my shoulder, apparently. Race. The prevailing lie is that everything must be determined by race with the intention of making us feel guilty for being Americans. This collective guilt can be demoralizing and distract from the walk of the Lord. And finally, sexuality. We are seeing today that this sexual deviancy wants to dominate, not merely coexist. This is a critical area for believers uh, to think biblically about because too often in the church we have a false view of love. Paul taught in 1 Timothy 3, 1 through 5, that love can be evil when people become lovers of ourselves and lovers of God rather than, uh, excuse me, lovers of self and lovers of pleasure rather than be lovers of God. All right. And so this is very important because so many churches now, they will set every form of heresy loose in the church as long as it's all about love. I cannot... I cannot come against a gay piano player because that would not be loving. No, it is absolutely loving because to let him walk in his sin, you are damning his soul to hell. To walk in his sin, you are damning his soul to hell. Love stands up and says, no, I am not the one who makes the final determination. I'm just reading from the book that does. That's important. Now, he has a Q&A section here. We're going to skip over that for now because we're already over time. Uh, but if you're not on um, Pastor Lutzer's uh, Media Church, um, uh, Media Church, uh, Media, uh, was it? Moody Church Media Newsletter, excuse me. Um, you should definitely get on that. You can just head on over there and uh, they'll send you that newsletter once, once a month. And you also have some uh, options for some excellent sermons and, and other teaching notes as well. So that's the summary. The one that we had received today is absolutely amazing, very good, very timely for our culture, and it turns out it made a an excellent daily walk. Apologies again for the cicadas and for being late on the video, but uh, I think that uh, this was worth waiting for. So anyway, thanks for watching, guys. Have a look over at the website, rwalkinchrist.com. We have some books and things coming over. We should have a new book announcement coming out pretty soon. And uh, with that, thanks for watching, and I hope that you enjoy your daily walk. In our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out ourwalkinchrist.com forward slash support 
or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com. <laughs>